Getting into autumn 2017, when the Me Too um, movements emerged uh, in light of the the reportage of the Harvey Weinstein allegations, um, I, I assume that you were watching this very keenly. Did you sort of sense fellow travellers here? Did you sense that this was a kind of moment of reckoning that will that will concern you? Did, did it? How, how were you watching that in 2017? I, I was watching it really just kind of more focused on what they were going through. Um, and as a survivor, you know, you have moments where there's things you can watch and things you can't that are just difficult yeah. because it tri it's, it, it's mm -hmm. just, I use the word triggering and so silly, but, but it does, it does kind of set off memories, right. Um, that are unpleasant and senses of injustice. What I loved to see was the justice for them. I did not know that I would know any of them, and I do know several now because they've reached out to me. I didn't do a whole lot of my own reaching out. I was I was very, I tend to be kind of a private person, and then even though this has been public, um, but I was fortunate enough that, for instance, Rose McGowan tracked me down, and she's been my friend ever since and a very vocal supporter. And you know, really what makes me so sad is she has taken so much trolling and so much professional hit because she stood up for me. Whereas Alyssa Milano, who's just totally just trashed the Me Too movement, um, stood up for Dr. Ford and then without talking to me, did not stand up for me. And not only that, she called Time's Up and said she did her homework talking to Time's Up. First of all, number one, Time's Up should never have been talking about a client confidential case, one. Two, they had a conflict of interest because of Anita Dunn who worked for Joe Biden's campaign. Three, Alyssa Milano works for Joe Biden's campaign. So yeah. she, so Rose McGowan and her kind of went at it publicly. And um, well, I appreciate you know, Rose, um, you, 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 when you, yeah, it's almost like a kind of fork in the road as far as a project like Me Too is concerned. Either you, um, you kiss the ring and you become a kind of subsidiary of the Democratic Party and a subsidiary of the liberal part of the capitalist class, or you don't play ball and you end up like Rosa McGowan, who has been spat out and spat on um, by Hollywood and by the very kind of respectable liberals who idolized her back in 2017. Um, it, it is deeply sinister to see that those those two kind of options held up and i mean we, we've got to get the detail of, of of times up the 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 non-profit kind of uh, official base as it were mm -hmm. of this me too hashtag spontaneous movements and no, so on and so on. yeah yeah. Um, time is, yeah they're just they're just um they're a cover they're, they're being used to help predators it They're was yeah. It was reported in in the Intercept, um, mm -hmm. I think, in 2019, that they explicitly said that they would not represent you because it would um, threaten their their 
NGO status, is this right? That that it would um, that if if they were seen to be political, that is to say, if they took a case against a democratic politician, then that would threaten their their status as an NGO. I mean, this just should blow apart the whole kind of fallacy. It's not true. It blow apart true. the whole thing. If you, you these are arms of political parties. These are not. Um, independent, um, uh, you know, spontaneous defenders of justice. That, that, that alone, whatever listeners think of you, Tara, that fact alone should radically change people's view of, you know, what the kind of, um, what the structures are that determine our idea of social justice today. Well, and, and what you said is true. And not only that, the more sinister part of that, that, um, was that they did accept my case at first. They accepted mm -hmm. it until they said he was the nominee and they said they couldn't because of the nonprofit status. Then when that was challenged, they finally admitted Anita Dunn worked for Joe Biden's campaign and that yeah. they had kept, they had not told me that. Meanwhile, I had given them all my paperwork and all my information and guess what the last question was as we hung up when they said they couldn't take my case because it was a nonprofit status kind of issue. They The last thing they said is, could you give us more names? more names of accusers and they wanted more names and so the head of that legal department wanted to get more names out of me and it would have been passed on to joe biden and i didn't i didn't know why at the time they were asking me that i thought they were trying to make my my case more you know like a weinstein case where there's a bunch of people coming forward um that, that is the most sinister thing i've ever heard I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. That is yeah. the most uh, fucked up thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's it's it was it was dark. It's dark. And when I confronted them about it, of course they they backtracked and said, you know, you know, whatever. But they they didn't mean it, or um, they hoped that I would stay in contact with them and whatever. And I was like, no, you. I mean, Anita didn't founded you, Hillary Rosen. Meanwhile, law and crime exposed them even more. They did an article and the editor to the law and crime got a call from Hillary Rosen telling her not to do any more Tara Reid stories. And Hillary Rosen was going around calling some of the outlets telling them to stop. And she did actually try to call Rose McGowan. Yeah. And she wanted to have a chat with her to see, you know, and, and Rose and I both cynically knew why she wanted that chat. She wanted to get her to put a lid on it, <laughs> yeah. you know, because she was supporting. I mean I mean, on that, where, where do you see the sort of place of of Hollywood in, in this? I mean, one accusation has been that Time's Up was almost a kind of the mediator of a of, a, of an internal Hollywood dispute, a kind of clearing out of a, a certain kind of a part of the old guard in order to bring in a new faction, that, that kind of thing. I, I mean, did that ever strike you or, or you, you know your 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 comparing notes with rose was that ever kind of on your radar what she what she educated me about was caa which is a, a very large hollywood agency that's very intertwined with times up and very intertwined with politics in fact joe biden's agent is caa so politicians have agents and um, I don't know whether people realize that. And they do that to have their books and to have their appearances and whatever and their speaks, speaking engagements. But um, CAA, commercial art, I forget the whole acronym, but it's the biggest one in Hollywood. Alyssa Milano, guess who her agent is? Um, CAA, guess who her husband is? He's one of the top agents for CAA. 
So Rose kind of like led me through the who's who of how they're all connected. Meanwhile, you have Hillary Clinton who's involved and kind of central figure in all of this and really holding on to that power even behind the scenes. Yeah. She, you know, and Rose has been very open about how she believes that Hillary was the one that tanked the story, um, her story, Rose's story on an NBC. Yeah. And then Ronan Farrow and Rich McHugh did a very deep dive into that. And then Ronan Farrow wrote his book, Catch and Kill. Um, which kind of takes the journey about Weinstein down. So about how they, you know, brought all that to, to first. But but it, what's amazing to me is that even now, there's still not really a substantive discussion about who Time's Up is. Time's Up, if you look at some of the recent articles, is having all kinds of turmoil about catering to very powerful people, picking and choosing cases depending on their connections and money. And they kind of got exposed, and um, but yet it's still it's still an operation. So I, I don't know. It's it's disheartening because we the survivors. You know, when you are in that vulnerable state where you've gone through trauma, or let's say it's in the past, but you're you're really tentative about coming forward because it's someone powerful. You want somewhere safe to go. You don't want to be manipulated and used and taken to a you know a worse place. All I did was wonder how your arms would be And it happened